you found it. Coming at you from the Shinjuku Studios in Tokyo, Japan, right out of the hell of Kabukicho's armpit. It's the Japan Whoop Podcast, blowing high out of the back end of Tokyo. This is your co-host, Matt Bigelow. And your host, 120. All right. And there we go. It's kind of it's kind of overblown in my headphones there. That's a little bit loud. <laughs> Wait, aren't you uh, the host? Uh, I thought I was the co-host. Well, well, I know. I always say co-host because I try to be a gentleman. Oh. But I guess uh, we could be co-hosts. Uh, I could be the host. Uh, we could both be co-hosts. But since since this is all my infrastructure, I'm not sure if you can. I, I, I'd rather be the co-host. All right. Well, okay. Featuring your host, Matt Bigelow. <laughs> see, I see all right. what you did there. I see what you did there. So, um, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're running into the, the colder months of the year when uh, the sun is bright, but the uh, hours are short in the day. Um, I was uh, coming down here to the studio. Uh, I don't know what goes on in this building. I get a creepy vibe, uh, but at least we have a toilet that we can use anytime we want mm. now that we're here. Never mind the odd smells. And uh, I packed all my gear. I forgot my PC, my, my MacBook Pro at home, which has all my prep on it. And I was like, oh, my God. So called my wife. She just copied it onto my notes. My app uploaded it automatically on my phone. I got everything. I don't need I, pay, What's this deal with paper? Uh, do we need paper anymore? I personally do not like writing, uh, but that's just because my handwriting looks like crap. So I work at a newspaper, so of course we need paper. A physical location, a newspaper. Uh, yes. Of course, we need physical newspapers, but That's do right. we? I guess having it. Uh, okay, how about this? Just like with fintech and financial options, right? I don't use it to replace what I was doing before. Like I still like bills. I right, still like coins. Right. It grants me more access. I, I think. I think. I think that in the future, moving forward, I think we're going to see more of those tablets that you can write on, like paper. Yeah, and then just um, it, look at them with glasses. Blink once, copy it, look at you with your glasses, blink twice, paste it, transmit it to you in a room. Million dollar idea right here with yours. Truly, Matt Bigelow. Dividing the world one tech project at a time. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, have you have you seen any illuminations? I've seen illuminations. I've seen some out, uh, it gets out in... pretty wild. It's, it's pretty insane that Japan is serious about its illumination. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to block a guy putting up some putting up some lights. You'll you'll get get in trouble. When I was growing up, my dad would just get a staple gun, and I thought this was pretty amazing at the time. And hmm. and, and you know, around the the side of the house, maybe around a tree, and and inside we would light up a tree and stuff like that. And I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, but yeah. the illuminations in Japan, it's like some train station in the middle of some random town in the middle of nowhere. It's just lit up. You have know? like eighty thousand LEDs. And then there's nothing else around. There's one place uh, where I live at in Hino, and it's just had the illumination up all year. Yeah, they're yeah. okay. They're doubling down. <laughs> they're like okay, doubling down. We're just gonna leave it up because it's so awesome, and we don't care. Right. You guys can have your Christmas shop all year round in those right. tourist places around the world. We're just gonna leave up our awesome illuminations. We've got the back river lit up. This guy I work with, he was like, I don't think illumination events are news. And in my Greta Thunberg voice, I said, how dare you? You need to drink more, sir. <laughs> I think he drinks. But uh, <laughs> the, this whole idea 
now we we're all we're all everything has is covid centric and there's no way to get around it right but i still think that if you want to go for some illuminations you just put on a mask and and go and enjoy the illuminations and yeah. i've even heard this year there's like few people so if you go on the right day at the right time you can basically have the entire illumination area to yourself you can get some great photos like that if you're an instagrammer yeah yeah, or if you want to get some new followers because everything's about you know the the self the individual as the media you're gonna see that man i was doing a shoot out in uh out in chiba at the beach and i saw a girl she came to the beach this is literally what she did matt she went she walked down to the water okay she took a few pictures of herself 30 minutes doing this and then she just left I've noticed that a lot. Yeah, that was big with Chinese tourists for a long time too. They would right. get a whole bunch of beach toys and right, things, right, right. and like they would just pose with all the beach toys and stuff, and then put all the beach toys in their truck and, and go just, back, and then just leave. They wouldn't even use the beach right, toys. Right, they wouldn't not even, even get wet. Swim? Not even. Who, they me? they would dip their toe in the water and like look coyly at the camera with like no. some flotilla device. No, no toe in the water. This girl not just even. selfies, man. And, and then just left doing. It's where it's at. Yeah, I mean, it's where the, it's at right now. This the, we are in a new social contract. Right, it, right. It's it's over. It's weird if you don't have a phone today. If you oh. don't have a touchscreen phone. It's it's strange. Yeah, you're obviously making a statement. I know some people that are like, right. I don't need the tracking. I don't need the distraction. And I get it. I like it. I don't use my phone that much. Right, right. I, I I'm an audiophile, so right. I'm always got some podcasts, some music. Right, right. right I'm right, listening, right. but my I, I've. If I have to write a note and I'm on the street and I have to look down at my phone screen and I'm out in public, I feel like I am betraying some sort of some small part of you. Something inside of me is protesting. And I was uh, in a McDonald's the other day and I saw uh, yeah I saw a woman walk across the street and there was a woman, another woman at the same time, and she had a she had a stroller with her and I could just see this happening in slow motion. Ran right into the lady with the stroller. It's just a really awkward situation for everyone. She's looking down at her phone. I I bikers People on cycles, they're cycling around, right. looking at their phone. How do you do this? I just, I, these days I say, fuck you. You know? That's what I do when they go by. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, really? I think it's important to have a, you know, to know when to know when to be in touch with the world. Like my wife and I, we have a thing, you know, we're yeah. on our phones, uh, you know, five, ten minutes. If you need to set an alarm before you wake up or if you need to set a reminder for something, we're off our phones. We use that time to connect. Because I remember a time. When there were no cell phones. Exactly. To play in the fucking dirt. The dirt was your cell phone. Right? The water was your app. You bored? Eat some dirt. Yes. You know? Downloading from the cloud meant holding your hands, waiting for water to accumulate in them so you could draw <laughs> something in the, in the dry dirt. Right, 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 right. That right. was cloud based technology if you had mud that was a godsend that was a god you could sculpt right you, you could, could do sculpt. you could you could get into a new thing you know you could do art yeah and you couldn't even take a picture of it you'd have to go home and say to you'd your have friends to get a roll of film yes you'd have to paint with your words you'd have to use the screen of life to convey what you saw and thought about the world you know i saw this girl the other day she was good looking but i she was shaped like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> You just say she had this ass on her that would make you come in your fucking pants. It was like two monkeys fighting over a banana. Yeah, (laughs) dude, I'm in. (laughs) 
Oh, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it is a social contract, though. Like, oh, yeah. When oh, I'm yeah. looking at everybody masked up, head down, right into their phone 24-7, I'm going, there's there's no way you're to the weird stop one. it. I'm the weird one. Right, I'm you're the, the weird, weird one. one for right. walking around, right. looking around, and, and, and paying attention to my fellow humans. Oh, man, I think it's important. I think it's important that we pay attention. But going forward, there's no way. It's no way it's not. So, Michael120, you're back. I am. I am for the back. the trifecta. And I am black. We're doing this. We're doing it. We're going forward. Yeah, we're doing it. La- last, last week, I really liked your host update for the photo shoot. Oh, yeah? Was that the, uh, yeah? <laughs> that was, that, I like, because it, it, it's, it's something nobody does, but everybody knows about in a right. way. Right, Because right? we've right. all seen the host photos and right, somebody's right, taking right. those. You're on board. I'm on board, man. I'm so, on board. So can you uh, go into today's? Oh yeah, today's the bit today. So I, uh, story. Yeah, t- today's today's uh, today's tidbit. We were, you know, we're doing a photo shoot with the guy. We'd uh, we'd shot several hosts before, and one of the guys, he he's a top host, and he said, "Well, I, I really like you guys' work, and I want to have you guys come and shoot for us." So, wonderful shoot. Shoot went great. We booked a nice place, and we just uh, actually finished up shooting in Shinjuku, and um, we were talking and. You know, the guy says, "Hey, I'm 30," and I said, "Well, I'm I'm 32, man. That's that's cool. We're we're kind of on the same level. We are not." He uh, went downstairs and got into a McLaren and drove off. Uh, How much is a McLaren? Is that like a thirty-five thousand dollar car? That's probably that's probably a three hundred fifty thousand dollar car. Oh, so I was off by a couple of decimal. Couple of zeros. Oh, really? Doesn't matter to that guy. One, yeah. So he's 30 years old. He's 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 slamming the the poontang all day, every day, all day, every day. That's his job, and he drive. He's thirty years old, and he drives a car that's worth more than it, you know, yeah, like a hundred uh, times his, his years of in, swinging in, around this earth. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's insane to me, man. But you know, kudos, you know, because that's oh, a hard awesome. thing. That's a tough thing to do, you know. To get to the top of anything. To get to the top of anything, but to get to it's the top of that to industry, rock. I have heard. That it is a grind, and you definitely uh, do not. It's it's not an enjoyable thing, is what I've heard. Do you seem like a nice guy? Great guy. Yeah, yeah, great guy. I mean, wouldn't you be nice if you drove a McLaren? Yeah, I'd be real nice. I'd be double nice to what I am now. I mean, what was he going to do after this? Bang. No, no, he's into he's 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 running a company now, man. Is it like? Um... Bitcoin related? He banged his way to the top, and no, he it is did. not. He's just opening another host club. But it's just, <laughs> I mean, he literally banged his way to the top. God bless him. Yeah. Uh, this kind of goes in. T- this kind of cultural decadence, something I can almost get behind because mm, mm, mm. this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I didn't say I was gonna go into this, but I think this is a maybe a chance to do so. The but, people want to hear. Get so I'm from Canada. You're from America. Yes. Do you get the feeling like things are kind of weird back home at the moment? Yes. Like beyond just like normal weird, but some sort of shift is going on. Oh, definitely, definitely. My my wife, she says, uh, you know, I I, we were gonna go, we were gonna move to Portland, Oregon, because uh, you know, I wanted to use my military experience, and I wanted to, you (laughs) know, beat up Antifa or. No, no, I was I'm a radio joking, tech and beat up Antifa with radios. <laughs> yes. With, beat them with radios. And I wanted to use my uh, experience as a radio technician and getting a job like out there, uh, like that in Japan, would, would more, 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 more than likely require that you speak 
perfect keigo. It would require that you read and write Japanese perfectly, which is a struggle for, for all and of our foreigners out here. reports as well, which is a big reports, thing in, in Japanese And just generally jobs. doing something that intensive, that, that tech intensive in Japan would require that you speak a high level of Japanese. And being that it's not my native language, I said, okay, if I wanna if I wanna earn what I could earn doing that job, then I need to go home. I need to go to America, and I need to go to Oregon. And then uh, COVID nineteen happened. But when we were uh, moving, you know, and and after all this, my wife was like, you know, America's freaking terrifying, man. Yeah, I get the feeling as well. And I just kept telling her, no, no, that's not how it was. It's just not how it was. But you know, I realized recently that that's just not how it was when I grew up. I don't think America is 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 that right now. Recently, some news articles came out about uh, the top levels of the Canadian government training Chinese military in in winter warfare in Canada that is that that's it's has, red dawn it's it's literally red dawn <laughs> that 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 has to be the most inspiring or terrifying thing for the Canadian guy walking around and who sees that in the park one day yeah so ties into the host thing right where i think that to prevent that type of influence from reaching to, to the Japanese shores. Because I don't like it and right. I don't want it here. I don't right. want to be don't around it. it. I kind of get it sometimes from some English teachers right. who are like, no, man, we just need to like be all this ooey gooey stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. all right, good luck with that. All right. I wish you the best. Right. But at the same time, I'm not sure if we need this, this, this culture coming here. And I think that the hosts with their McLarens Right. Provides enough incentive right, right. to the Japanese people to say no we to this have, whole thing. We have everything we need. I can I can bang my way to the top and drive McLaren's right. motherfucker. I can bang my way to the top, quite literally. Yeah. What do you think of that? What, what, what? I think I think in, in all honesty, I think that that is enough of an inspiration because it says if you don't want to be a salary man, then you can go and do something like that. You know, uh, you know, when we got to the place where the guy worked at, there was another host that came and he was opening the doors for us and sweeping the floor and he looked tired. So, you know, I say that to say, you know, it's not like it's an easy thing, but it's an opportunity that you have that you don't have to go to college for. You don't have to go have this big fancy degree somewhere. You don't need to be represented by anybody. You just need to come and work hard. And I think that goes for everywhere in every job industry in Japan. You just have to go and work hard as long as you get in. Yeah. And I don't mind the culture shifting from a place where I left. But at the same time, I'm not sure if I want it washing up on the shores. I don't want that to come here. Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing to be away from it and kind of look look at my media binoculars and go, huh, seems a lot kookier than I remember. Honey, did you see what was on the news the other day? (laughs) Not not even news, just like Twitter videos. Yeah, the news and Twitter videos. And some of the stuff I see. And like influencers and music right, and charts. Right. And you're just like, ah. It's all too much. I don't know. So that's why when you're talking about this host earlier, getting into a McLaren, he's 30 years old. I'm like, all right, we need we need that 10X. We need that, yeah. That needs to go 10X We up. need We need more guys like that. I can be his English teacher. Right. I, right. Can, I can drive a kid version of some McLaren. You know, you I can, don't care. You can drive a Prius. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Don't knock Priuses. Priuses are great, by the uh, way. Well, man, you know what? Uh, you never see a battered up Prius that doesn't work. You don't. How about that? You don't. You don't. The only thing I dislike is the ones that have like a body kit thing going on. 
You know, they have the decked out paint. They have the rims. Oh, no, no, no. Prius. They have the spoiler. No, 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 no. Prius, Prius needs to be just a Prius. Right, right. That's a, It's a Prius, man. If you're going to go up, you got to go Tesla. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you're going to upgrade and you're trying to be electric, you know, you need something yeah. that's going to be fast enough for you to even need a wing on it. It's like those guys that put, like, giant spoilers and mufflers on their scooters. Oh, no, no. You know those mufflers had five horsepower. I did not know that. Yeah. And now I understand the entire culture. Each sticker also has five horsepower. <laughs> Each sticker. <laughs> well, good thing they have lots of stickers. Right. Uh okay, so let's let's get this kicked off. So um sticking sticking to format here. I, I I always like to come in with some goofy ass products and shit. Right? All right. Otherwise all right. we get lost in this culture war and blah blah blah. Do it. Mr. Donut. Ice bar. When donuts become ice cream. Mine is blown right here. I know. Do you have one in your bag? I wish I did. I wish you did. Yeah. Well, we might be able to go to the convenience store around the corner and get one because these things are nationwide. Wow. In honor of Mr. Donut's upcoming 50th anniversary, major Japanese food producer Morinaga has concocted the Mr. Donut ice bar and released it for about 150 yen. This ice cream bar is based on the long-selling Angel Cream Donut, Mr. Donut's best donut, by the way, which is a donut dusted with powdered sugar and filled with extra fluffy and and sweet whipped cream. First, let's break down what's inside. The ice cream itself just looks like plain vanilla, but it's whipped cream. This is coated with chocolate, with donut-flavored chips. We can only assume that chocolate chips are added to the donut flavor. They're on sale now at convenience stores all over Japan and definitely worth checking out. I want one. If you look at this picture that I'm going to show you, the so the angel cream donut from Mr. Donut is typically it's like it's like a it's like a choux cream choux à la crème. Mm, à la crème. Choux à la crème, where mm. it, it's filled with like a fluffy, you know, like uh, whip whipped cream kind of a thing. But it, uh. it's it's that and something else. Ah. And so this this ice cream bar has like this coating on it. And then inside is like a frozen version of whipped cream. I need to I need to step out and use the restroom after hearing <laughs> I that. Know. After hearing that, that's... I brought some extra jeans. Yeah, we need tissues, man. That 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 just looking at that, it's saying, "Eat me, put me in your mouth." I know. So this is the type of technology we're dealing with now, right? Donuts as ice cream, living in the future, twenty twenty. A lot of people think that this whole tech thing is like always in phones and computers and shit. No, 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 no. it's no, textiles. No, no, no. Right, right, it's right. It's preservation. It's supply chains. Right, right. It's getting that that chemical compound to that certain temperature right, where right. you can just explode it with everlasting flavor. Like the uh, like the coffee, the powder coffee. How do they do? Th- it's got the sugar. It's got the powder. It's got everything in their Starbucks now. They make a they make up like a powdered coffee thing. And you just yeah. sprinkle it in, and you have a latte. And it's good. And it's yeah, it's good too. Yeah, so I'm all for it. Maybe I'm, with the Mr. Donut ice cream bar on the side. Fuck yeah! Or you just dip the donut ice cream bar into the coffee. Get out of here, man! Get out of here! Fuck yeah! Get out of here! Fuck yeah! <laughs> no, I seriously want that. <laughs> Me too. Every product that you bring on, I, I really want it. I, it's crazy. I get them all from Japan today. Mm. Uh, and they get the, all theirs from like Sora News. Right. But I, I, I edit them to to remove all the douchey language that they use. <laughs> Next one. Alcoholic soup in a cup. Oh. Wouldn't a cup of soup be even more relaxing if it was alcoholic? Like your host. 
Matt Bigelow. Mm. MattBigelow.com. That's the inarguable logic behind this new offering from Japanese food and beverage company Mitsubishi Shokuhin, created in partnership with Toyo Beverage and soy sauce soup stock maker Yamasa. Nihonshu no dashiwari is exactly what the name translates to. Sake mixed with traditional Japanese soup stock. It's meant to be drunk hot, and the cup it comes in is microwave safe. I know this isn't like rum cake where the heat burns all the alcohol, as after the microwaving, the sake cup retains a 4% alcohol content. The ratio of nihonshu no dashiwari is one part sake and three parts dashi. That dashi is based on Yamasa's shoyu shiro dashi stock made with kombu, bonito flakes, mackerel, and soy sauce. Wow. Despite the marine intensive ingredient list, dashi isn't particularly fishy tasting. Blah, blah, blah. So if you were really hungry and you ate a lot of this, you'd just be really fucked up and really full. Hair of the dog breakfast. That's that that'll put lead in your pencil. Yeah. That that that's I want that. Can I, is there a picture of that? Uh, I, I I deleted it. Um, but it 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 just looks like a a can. Right. It's, it's completely nondescript. Oh, it's drinkable. Yeah. It's microwavable. It's a bottle. I'm sorry, with like a label on. It. Oh. And it yeah, Not a whole just nick it back. Fucking four percent alcoholic soup right there. Microwavable. Every time I come on the show, I I, I leave with less money in my pocket because I I. I I find these silly products that you that you recommend, and then I go searching for them. It's not bad, man. I love it. It's yeah, man. It's one of the cool things. When you come to Japan, you're always just like, oh, my God, there's jelly in a, in a vending machine. There's but hot dogs in a vending machine. <laughs> after a while, you kind of get used to it, but you, right. you got to go back. Right, right, Those right. Those initial things that, that made you realize this place was something funky and You got to cool. dig. You know, you got to dig, man. And those these people work hard to release these products, by mm. the way. Because mm. once you've been in like some corporate meeting rooms and like they have meetings about how much dashi versus sake. And if it's six percent, is that gonna convey the image that we want alcohol-wise? If we bring it down to four, brand? does that keep it within the healthy range of what our customers would expect from a dashi infused alcoholic soup? I, I think meetings like that for months. I, I, I feel like like one of these meetings just got really heated. And at one point, we missed a really golden moment where there was just a room full of guys yelling about dashi and alcohol. One dashi company was trying to outbid the other, and they tried to like do some price fixing. Wind got out, and uh, they went with another one. Oh my god! Fixing the price on dashi—that's <laughs> that's only here, right? Only in Tokyo, right here, folks. Listen, we got big tech. We also in Japan have big dashi. That's right. And they're not to be fucked with because no, they no. will come after you. The Dashi Zaibatsu will be on your ass. They will. And uh, they're not kidding around because they realize that there's only so much ocean out there and right. so many cups to put that ocean into. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like how you said that. I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm swearing a lot today. I'll try to not swear Cup so of much. The ocean. Please, Matt, watch your mouth. I'm going to get you a mirror. Thank you very much. (laughs) And uh, I brought some soap with me to wash my filthy gaijin mouth out. So what's going on, man? What uh, you got? You got anything for the pod today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little something here. So I wanted to talk about Uncanny Valley. Love it. Uncanny Valley is a concept introduced in the 1970s by Masahiro Mori, who was at the time a professor at the Tokyo Institute of Technology. And it's basically this this observation that he made that robots appear attractive to human beings up to a certain point. 
After that, they that that attractiveness goes into this valley. You know, it's on a graph. It goes into this valley, and it's called Uncanny Valley. It's basically the feeling that you get when you see something that looks humanoid, but something looks a little bit off. So, um, like when you're drunk and you're filling up a mannequin, right, right, right. And you realize, and then you realize what not you've real done. tits. This is not real tits, and then you get you get creeped out, right? Yeah. Are you? No. Are you 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 shake hands. You shake hands with a guy. You walk away feeling like a champ. Yeah, you walk. It was good for you. It was good for one of us. Yeah, one of us here is the mannequin. Uh, but that's not what the uncanny valley is about. No, so right, but but that that that's actually that actually goes into it because even a mannequin, right? A mannequin is not detailed enough. It is not human enough to appear creepy enough, right. so to speak. But Jeffrey Dahmer say, agrees. He does. He wouldn't take a bite of that. No. Well, is it like fast food for that guy? Yeah, he used to um, keep a mannequin in his grandmother's storage closet. Oh, this and, is real stuff. Oh yeah, he oh, was man. big into mannequins. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, mannequins are mannequins are mannequins are. I, don't, I wouldn't want to keep those around. That would get creepy after a time. I think so. And that's why. That's it gets why creepy. I bought the Jeffrey Dahmer mannequin. Yeah, a special release. Are you Jeffrey Dahmer? No, I <laughs> hope not. Yeah, I brought with me a drill and some acid. All right, man, lock the door. <laughs> You heard it first here on <laughs> Japan, Japan What? Yes. Reincarnated oh, Jeffrey Dahmer, your host. So yeah, this this Uncanny Valley is a thing. So there is a there's this theory about uh, Uncanny Valley and, and about the human race, where there was apparently nine other races of human being, and this uh, included the Neanderthals and and several other uh, types of human, which is why you have which is why you have African American people, you have Asian people, you have Caucasian people, because there's several different variations of of the Homo sapien, and apparently there was a, a sharp drop in uh, the the humanoid population. Uh, I want to say about ten thousand years ago, but don't quote me on that. There was a sharp drop in the population, and scientists are theorizing that the reason why is because of this kind of uncanny valley uh, uh, theory. So, so what happens here is you have really intelligent human beings that start to appear, and when they see these humanoid creatures, if you want to call them, that look so similar to us, then they become threatened. Oh, like tits on a chimpanzee. Exactly. You saw tits on a chimpanzee and you're like, I should be. Do I lick them? You know, it's, it's, you know, it kind of makes you feel weird. Well, that apparently we killed everybody. Hell yeah. And the, and the race that is left is, is what we have of humanity. And that's why you have Asians, you have every different kind of race because of the uncanny valley thing right now human beings look similar enough to one another to where we're not fighting as much but that's even the reason why you know that's, i didn't know that i did, I, I i thought i knew i thought i knew about the uncanny valley but i didn't know no, that. this even goes into it this is and this is part part of the reason why racism exists because we see something and, and, and it's a lie if everyone says it, no, like you know, I'm completely not racist. Everyone is a little bit racist. You see something. I don't see color, but I do see fat. <laughs> then there you go. There you go. And that's and that's Matt nah, Bigelow's type, by the way, nah, ladies, if you're interested. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but that's but it's true. We, we 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 can be ex- as accepting as we want, but we see color. It's it doesn't first... change it doesn't change the fact that you see it. Yeah. That this person looks different from me. Yeah. And if you aren't familiar with that, then it makes you uncomfortable. And, and, and that who is who cares as long as everyone's being safe. Right? right, right. And that's and that's what makes us human. Yeah. That's what makes us modern day human. That's what makes modern day society. But a few years ago, we see someone who looks almost exactly like us but not the same and we're on a warpath. 
War used to be very violent, and it's because of, in part, Uncanny Valley. Scientists theorize. I mean, I, I like it. It, it, it. For me, the Uncanny Valley has more to do with robots. It, it applies, but it doesn't just apply to robots. It applies to anything that doesn't, that looks, like if you see, a, um, um, I saw a video of an of a, of a animated dog, but it didn't. It didn't really look something the way a dog the was supposed shadow, to. Even. Right, something and, about and, the way that it moves. And the more realistic the fur animation gets, the the wider the Uncanny Valley becomes. And right? there's this thing the that they say you High don't... resolution versus low resolution. Right, And the right. brain has a different way of processing that information. And there's this thing they say that, uh, you know, you never really come out of the valley. Once it gets weird, it stays weird. And we're there right now, I believe. We're in weird, man. Do you think we're going to create the next intelligent race? How, well, we're, we're well on our way. And so rep, rep, replication's well on its way. That's for sure. I, I yeah. did it. I played once at a TEDx event. Okay. I did yeah. music yeah. there. And one of the speakers was a guy who was making realistic life models of things. Right. And, and trying to apply that, I think, in the future to robotics. And I was just in this room and I was getting ready to play this klezmer music that i was playing at the time yeah and i looked and there was a head of einstein on the shelf right with his tongue out and it 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 looked so realistic my initial shock was oh my god but then five minutes later my the uncanny valley widened up and i knew that that was something completely fake And and it probably looked more freaky after that yeah you get to like that's not really a real tongue I can kind of see there's something going on with the hair. Right, right. But what these people do is they try to make their robotic expressions biomimetic. Right, so they they, right. They, they, they they mimic biology to create a reaction out of us. and But they do so in a way, in an advertising point of view, where it elicits an emotion like shock or love or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then the, you see that three or four times and you become completely accustomed to it because – the standard state of most people is not to be in an emotional expression. We're just kind of chilling, basically. Right. Just a placid face. Yeah, right. that's 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 the ultimate face is right. a placid face. Right. We can we can create biomimetic expressions of anger and love and friendliness right. and everything like that and shock and, and familiarity. Like right. I've seen so many posters of Einstein that if some guy replicates that, I'm going to recognize it from a cultural point of view. But if I didn't know who Einstein was. Maybe I wouldn't have had that same reaction. Mm. So these mm. people that are operating inside of the uncanny valley are manipulating their they're manipulating us based on their understanding of how people react to the psychological mm. qualities of the uncanny valley itself. And a part of it goes into how 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 well robotics can emulate the uh, a natural human expression. So there was one thing about it where. Uh, when a robot smiles, it, it has this uh, false smile, they call it. Yeah. And where you can tell we're so well-trained to notice another creature that looks like us that it's, you, you, can, you can notice immediately like, any minute change in, in, in what the expression actually is, and it looks strange to us. And the, and, the, and the closer it gets to us, the freakier it gets. Do you think at any point it's going to align, technology is going to align, where robotic expressions and technology and movement align with how natural human beings move. 
I don't think it's going to happen with natural human beings anytime soon, hmm. but it's probably going to start happening with things that humans evolved with, such as dogs. Mm. Boston Dynamics, uh, which was recently just sold by SoftBank to Hyundai. Wow. The soft, I was at SoftBank. I had this, I was teaching all these vice presidents at SoftBank, and I was just trying to show them all the shit I knew about tech. Mm. And I showed them all about like Boston Dynamics. Mm. I have no idea. This could be just completely coincidental. Soon after the company bought Boston Dynamics. Wow. I don't, wow. I, maybe I was just on the right path. I mean, how many other guys that look like you do you think they were working there? None. You know? <laughs> none. So, absolutely none. You know? Um, but they recently sold it. But one of they have two main robots at the moment. One is a robot called Atlas, and that's the robot that can walk is like a the, human and do backflips and shit is like that. that. The, the dog that walks on all fours. But dog it is Spot. The dog is Spot, right? Yeah, and Spot is based on biomimetry. Mm. So they 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 optimize the battery performance by looking at how the limbs can move and everything like that as mm. close to real life as possible because mm. the most efficient things on earth are is is life because right. it's evolved to be that way. Right, right. And so when I look at a dog, I don't really see an individual dog. I see a dog type. Right. So the uncanny valley might be able to be breached with some of these newer dog type or animal-based robots that aren't trying to target us with emotions, but the way that they are constructed in the bodies themselves with the way that they move is based so much on real life that we could be tricked into feeling the way that we feel towards a dog Mm. that could be transferred over to one of these dog robots. But the way that we feel to humans is something completely different. And that's, that's another completely different uncanny value. I've seen Spot, and I've seen, and, and there's two things I thought about Spot. I thought, wow, that's cool. I'm not creeped out by it. But I also thought, wow, that's, that's dangerous. That's oh, what I thought about Spot. Yeah, yeah. I thought about Spot. You know, I thought Spot could, you could strap a machine gun to his back. You know, but that's on a whole, you know, like the way I think about, okay, that plane could crash. And it's not so freaky and weird to me. It's yeah. not uncanny. Yeah, yeah. You can you can you can mash a hammer against your balls all day. Yeah, whatever you want, you know. So, the idea of the uncanny—maybe there's many types of uncanny valleys. Mm. And, mm. and 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 if we're talking about breaching some sort of genetic cognition, there might be certain bridges that are easier to cross than others. Do we want to cross those bridges? I say let's cross them. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. I I don't think. I think that re- regarding this whole robotic revolution, most of the robotic revolution is happening in the supply chain industry where, where you have arms that carry things and wheels that deliver things in an area that you can remove humans from and make it more efficient with, with less space. So most of the robotics that we're going to see replacing us aren't going to be us, but it's going to be something, the task that we do. Mm, and mm. I don't really see in the future a large market for human-based crossings of the Uncanny Valley. Right. It would I only don't, be I don't really see it. maybe maybe I, I've only seen two applications of it uh, in the world so far. I've I've seen you know Pepper, sex right right there is they bots. have the sex bots that eh, 
I I could I I think that that's going to evolve inevitably because sex always sells. We see it in the uh, in the service industry as far as uh, people that greet people, right? We see Pepper, the robot yeah. that saw and things. They, they can Pepper. give you maps and maybe some suggestions. Pepper isn't weird. Yeah, and 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 I think the creepiest application of it I've seen is in uh, Korea. I was in Korea and I was in a grocery store, and there was this robotic humanoid type. You know, it had this just like a real person. But it's a bit a bit weird, and it was in the in the in the form of a woman, and the one would just greet you in different languages and wave at you. And I thought that was you know if it if it moved a little quicker though, I don't know. Pepper has been has been used for Buddhists' uh, funeral rites. Really, where the pepper is like a four foot uh, uh, droid. Humanoid droid robot. Mm. It has wheels because mm. it uses less battery power yeah, yeah. that way. And it has a display screen. And it can also use some mobility with its hands, mm. but its its hands are not very strong. Yeah, yeah. So it can kind of hold some stuff. And it can hold like a, a little drum beater thing and beat right. a drum and be programmed to recite Buddhist ceremonial rites and display what the rites are on its touch screen. Wow. And, and so one of the recent applications... That's kind of weird. That's a weird, uncanny valley. Right, that's a, you know... Yeah, but you some people are with saying, a bunch of Buddhists and then there's a robot reading out the rights. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, well, that's what they want. It's the world we live in. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, that's the uncanny... I, you know what? I, I really didn't know that the uncanny valley had any other reference beyond the world of tech. Mm, mm. It's new to me. It's it's pretty new to me, you know. I just did a lot of research on it this week. Um, I'm I'm sure you guys can fact check me on some stuff. I'm sure I'm not completely uh, accurate about everything, but um, from my understanding, a lot of this is a lot of this is is has to do with evolution and and how safe we feel in the world we live with the technology we've created. Uh, moving on here, I got uh, ten good things. That's what I, I wasn't meaning to look away from you. Just no, no, no. You're absolutely fine. I'm your, I'm your co-host. Yeah, I would rather here. do. So I was looking at what I have prepared, and it's also kind of dystopic, dystopic. So let's let's take a look at the good things. So we we're bouncing back and forth. We got some illuminations. We got some uncanny valleys. We got some yeah. tech. We got the good, the good and the bad. Yeah, the we got ugly. the good, bad, the ugly. All right, let's go. All right. So we have 10, I got, well, I only have eight here today. So I have eight, eight good things that have happened in 2020. And this is, uh, I, I try to keep it isolated to Japan, things that affect us or things that affect us here in Japan. So number one, uh, restaurants started doing delivery more. You could, you could, your favorite restaurant that might've been a mom pop shop that doesn't do delivery, they started delivering. And I think that's a thing that will continue into 2021. And yeah. I think it'll be around for a while. It's also supported, and there's infrastructure being implemented for that to happen. Mm, and yeah. it's, a, it's a thing that's going to stick around, I think. Number two, CDs. CDs and tapes have made a rise. Uh, people, are, people are getting into listening to analog things. People are finding that they have more time to sit home and listen to music the old way. And um, I thought that was really cool because I come from a generation of CDs and tapes. Yeah, me too. That, th this is something that comes up periodically where, where where people do get a little bit tired of opening up their Spotify app and then looking on Twitter and then mm. doing like five mm. or six things at the same time. Right. With that single purpose 
audio technology. You just you put it on, you leave it on, and, you and can, it's there. And you can do something. You know. So that I thought that was really that. cool. Yeah. Um, number three, creators started to create more content, and I think this was a this was a really explosive here. What happened? Um, especially in Japan. In in Japan, yeah, in Japan. Interesting. In Japan, and I say this. So I I was actually on uh, on the application TikTok. I have an account, and um, I was on TikTok the other day, and I saw a guy who the guy is actually homeless. All right, he lives in uh, he lives in internet cafes around Shinjuku, and and the guy has a super big, super famous page, but you know I'm sure he doesn't talk to a whole lot of people. I'm sure there's not a lot of you know his friends aren't coming over to the internet cafe and hanging out. And but his page is really big, but he's homeless, and he talks about how hey you know today I ate roaches. He this guy literally he was putting roaches. He had a he had a sandwich. He's putting roaches inside of his sandwich for the protein, and that's actually happening here. Um, there's another guy that goes around and he leaves packets of money around Shinjuku, and he just leaves a pack of pack of money somewhere in the bushes, and you know you go find it. So that's the thing. Uh, number four, Shibuya Station was almost completely remodeled. I'm sure you've seen all the changes that have oh, happened yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been, it's been a hell, hell transfer scape for years. Yeah, it's it's. Well, I mean, it's not any better now because everything is morphed around. You know, yeah, so. it's so far away. Right. But uh, you know, I, I yeah, I, I I've avoided Shibuya for years and years. I always. Right. The only time I really go there, I haven't really been there for a few, it was to play shows. Oh man, I, I love it. Shibuya. Oh really? The older I get, the less I go though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number five, high brand stores in Harajuku, Motosando area, they're giving out and they're still giving out massive discounts. I went to oh, a store okay, that sells like they they're selling five hundred dollar shirts, but they're eighty percent off. So I can get me a really, really cool shirt from a trashy brand for eighty bucks. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's pretty good, you know. Yeah, you can wear it a few times. It looks good. It looks yeah. and those places um make you pop. In a way, mm. because mm. no one else is really buying them in high amounts. You nah, know? The, yeah. the, I, you know, I go to Uniqlo sometimes, just like everyone else. And I'm, right. like, I'm sometimes like, hey, this t-shirt looks good. But yeah. when you're walking around town, you're like, you see four or five other people wearing the same shirt. You're like, ah, I'm in a video game. I'm Japanese a non, culture. I'm, in a, I'm a non-player character. It's right a culture. Now. It's the culture, man. Nothing wrong with that. No, but at the same time, it's nice to have something individual. This is true. And so if you would like to get something individual and unique... Head out to Harajuku. Head out to Omotesando. You'll more than likely find somewhere that has 50% off discounts to almost up to 90% discounts I've seen. I used to get a lot of good uh, stuff in, in that area. There's some good shop in there, not just for like teenage bullshit. Like yeah. some of those yeah, yeah. back back end boutiques and stuff like that. They, right, got, right, right. they got good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the big brands are uh some of the big brands are selling stuff too. You uh you'll see you'll see some some big brand stuff. And the reason why I say that is because you can get quality. Yeah. Um, I have a Chanel. Uh, wallet that I bought. I'm not into brands. I don't. I don't really support brands like that. But you know, it was on sale. Bought it for 35 bucks at a boutique, and I've had it for seven years. Yeah, you know, good quality stuff. Number six, we got the opportunity, and I say this applies to us here in Tokyo. But we got the opportunity to get into stocks because the prices of certain industries went way down, and I predict that by the time we have a a, a reliable cure for the coronavirus, they're gonna go way up. So, you know, things like uh, flight, things like travel, things like tourism, any of those companies that have that stock, we, we have the opportunity to get into it right now right. because they're not, they're, not, point. they're not worth much right now. And they need some investment. They need some capital. They need investors yeah. as well as pharmaceuticals because of the, the COVID-19. Whoever finds it first, if you're invested in that company, you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeesh. 
And uh, here's number seven, flights are cheaper than ever. That that piggybacks off the last point. Um, as you know, you can fly to Okinawa right now for, you know, at one point it was 90 bucks. You could fly there round trip. And um, I thought that was really cool because you can um, you can travel around the country. You don't have to leave the country. You can socially distance, but you can also go and go on vacation and enjoy yourself with your extra free time. And last but not least, we got the Go to Japan campaign. It's canceled. It's canceled. They canceled it yesterday. Well, at, at, at the the prime minister came on at seven p.m. because I was in the newsroom at the time. Oh my god! He canceled it. We had to adjust our our front page, and uh, so the go to travel campaign, the number one on your slot, has been kiboshed, my friends. So funny thing, <laughs> you ever read the white or uh, the rising wasabi? Yeah, Rising Wasabi oh, is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some funny shit. Yeah. They had a thing on there the other day where, uh, actually yesterday I was reading it, and it says, uh, Japan announces its Go Back campaign after surprising news that the Go To campaign helped the spread of COVID-19. Yeah. So they, you know. It is a bit weird. It's like, we need to prevent infections. Right. So don't do anything, but as long as you travel in mass to all of these places all over Japan from right, your right. from your from your dense urban areas, I think the goal is to take it from the big cities to the small cities where COVID nineteen can't get. Yeah, take it out there. That's that was the goal of that. By the way, there, there has been surging uh, COVID cases, but the amount of testing has gone from like thirty thousand a day to up to fifty thousand a day in the wow. past month, month and a half. So that's good. Also, another good thing that happened in 2020. More testing. It's, More testing. It's feasible. Um, you know, a lot of the news articles will say, well, if this continues and if this and that happens, then we might run out of hospital beds. That's actually good news because the, the alternative is we've run out of hospital beds, everybody's dying, and we don't know what to do. Right. But this news, right. it's like, oh, no, we got little... 60, 70% occupancy for our COVID beds. Yeah, and, it's we could be bad. We're kind we're, of under control. We yeah. got people quitting a lot because we don't really pay them that much. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, so I'm always kind of impressed with the mm, the, the the pipelining that goes on in Japan, like right. the way that they are able to adjust and make reasonable uh, implementations mm, mm. In, in, into this type of emergency situation because it is a country that's always dealing with right the some, threat of some sort of emergency tsunamis and yeah. earthquakes yeah. nuclear accidents I think Japan handles emergencies pretty well and um, I think I think um, it's a good thing and then this is another good thing that's happened in 2020 is that people are already very clean in Japan um, you see the streets yeah. clean, and you kind of want to protect them. Said that a lot as well. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, when you wipe shit down with alcohol all day, uh, including my liver, how, what are the odds of COVID nineteen is going to get in there? You're but, not going to get COVID nineteen. I hope not. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I kind of was glib about it, but there are people just wiping everything all day yeah, everywhere yeah. in this country. Man, I just wipe my hands down with alcohol. Oh, and it, oh for me. This this year was the craziest year of my life because I was working at a job. Right. It was pretty good. Then the contract ended. Right. Right as soon as COVID was kicking off. So I was unemployed. Nice. nice. With a pregnant wife. Wow. In the middle of a pandemic. Great situation to be in. It's all fine though. Oh yeah. It's all smooth. The the kids fine. Life's good. Job for now is good. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's a nice little outcome there. I think it I think you know I think this whole pandemic thing I think it was it was a double-edged sword here. I think it I think it forced a lot of us to dig deep and I think it really 
is a testament to what you could do without so much support. Because, you know, there weren't as many jobs out there, you know. Yeah. People were getting laid off. And it really it really was a testament to who could really get out there and hustle and make it happen. And a lot of new opportunities showed up. You know, that feeds into the thing I said earlier about how, you know, so many Japanese creators have popped up. And, and as a shy culture, you know, that was really amazing to me. Yeah, they adjusted really quickly. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's always like, uh, Japan never changes. It's always changing. Uh, it's always changing. Um. We're gonna finish on uh, this one here. This is this is kind of a crazy, crazy news that I found today. It's all Play it on me, Japan. man. QAnon. Do you know Q? QAnon. Q. What is this? Is a uh, conspiracy theory. Okay. That is in support of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And this article is about Japan. About Q and I, I don't follow Q. Right. I'm curious, I'm curious about it because it's like Q drop is coming. Right. Like, what does that even mean? Everyone's like, "Where well, we go on, we go all." Like, ah, what does that even mean? What is the yeah? What is? And then they're like, "Oh no, there's this global cabal, and we're fighting against them." Like, ah, well, really? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. All right, <laughs> okay. But QAnon's rise in Japan shows conspiracy theories global spread. Mm. QAnon's days as a solely U.S. phenomenon are over. Research by social media analytics firm Graphica Inc. shows the Japan-based QAnon community is among the most developed in international chapters. With distinct terminology, influencers, and behaviors, such as idolizing Michael Flynn, a former U.S. national security advisor in the Trump administration. Like its U.S. counterpart, Japan's QAnon community centers on the substantiated belief that Trump is battling to save the world from a cabal of pedophiles, including deep state agents. Japan's community is perhaps the most notable for its reverence for Flynn. The Japanese group even styles itself Q-Army Japan Flynn and the former general who popularized digital soldiers, a term many Q supporters use to describe themselves. There we go. It kind of goes into like um, uh, one of the main supporters of this is a woman called uh, who goes by the handle Erika uh, Okabayashi okay. has more than 80,000 followers. Jeez. Okabayashi also expressed belief in domestic conspiracy theories such as the baseless claim that Japan's political and business elite are foreigners intent on exploiting and exterminating the Japanese race? Okay. <laughs> don't is, get it. This is great. I <laughs> don't this get is it. Great. Isn't this, this is crazy? It's insane. Ah, oh, man, I think this is like... Uh, I don't believe it at all, by the way. I no. do think it's mostly people trying to have fun. Yeah. Do I you're... think it's people are really bored. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I think people are really bored. I, I think I, if... It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I think if you feed into these uh, conspiracy theories that much, you have to... I mean... Don't pump this garbage out on the internet. Just go change it. Well, I, I you know, I'm not, I, I think like you could read a Jean Le Carré novel. Right. You could watch a James Bond movie mm. or you could go on Twitter. It, it's almost like the same thing right. for, for the new, this transfer of, of media. Right. The new wave conspiracy outlets. Well, yeah. Right. And then you, you, you kind of do it because that's your, your device in your hand. Like mm. instead of having a remote control and watching Jeopardy and Wheel right. of Fortune, 
people are now like on, Twitter, on Twitter going like, oh yeah, well, we go one, we go all, and then you kind of go to this next one. You're like, ah, yes, I always knew it. You it know, people want to jump back and you know, yeah. I, I knew the and, vote was a scam. <laughs> and then you and then you turn it off and you put your phone down. And you're like, oh, uh, I really like a croissant right now. Right, I, I, right. I, so I, I'm not sure if this whole the followers and the, and the thing and the digital pipeline. I I don't really think it's that. I don't really think people take it that seriously. I think people are just having yeah. fun with it. I, I think people are just having fun with it. And I think the people that do take it that seriously, um, you got to watch out, you know, because you can be taken advantage of really yeah. easily. You know, there's this whole... It's the same uh, people that took Dungeons and Dragons that seriously right. back in the 1980s. Right. It's the exact same guys. Yeah. 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 They're the ones pulling the strings. <laughs> Level up your character, man. <laughs> I was on a Flat Earthers forum today, and that was... Just did that reading the 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 uh, just reading the, the the comments alone was just pure entertainment. It's crazy, and it, it again, it is pure entertainment. You're oh, just yeah. you could you could you could turn on the shopping network, right? And people would go, "Oh, you're into the shopping network, okay?" And then they would just leave you alone, right? But that's the most asinine thing you could why, ever why put you into your face, right? But if you're on like Reddit or something, you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna." I feel like. Reading a whole bunch of crazy combinations of verbs and nouns. Yeah, I'm not going to believe any of it. I just got some time. But it's great to read. Yeah, it just, really is. Just don't make it your religion. You know, we've been having a fucking great time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I, I we haven't even played any songs. Cheers to that. But we gotta play the songs. We got we got seven minutes left before All right. this hour is up. All right. All right. We're gonna do your song and then we'll do my song after that. Let's so, do it, man. All right, but uh, I'm going to throw you the song, introduce it, 120, Circles, what's going on? Okay, so Circles, Circles is a song that was written by yours truly, and Circles is a song that's basically, I actually wrote the song for my wife. Um, it's actually not even out yet. It'll be released, uh, it'll be up for pre-sale on, Janu- on December 25th. Uh, if you want to give me a birthday present, or a Christmas present, then you can go ahead and buy that. And it'll be up uh, officially on uh, January the 15th, but it's basically a song I wrote for my wife. Um and it's talking about how uh, we run around in circles. Men do a lot for women. And it just says, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to get to you. Because I love my baby. This one's for you. It's gay to be Put it out now And I really want to smack my beware You got the 
I just got hit by Cupid. You got all the fellas looking stupid. You'll be dropping the jaws. I can't help it if I'm taking a pause. I think I might take you to my crib. It's the kind of life you want to live. I would do anything just to get you got you all on my brain. You got the ice cause your body too cold. Got me running. And that was 120 playing circles with the key phrase that you all heard today, Hontoni Daisuke. 120, thank you for introducing that track to the Japan What audience. My pleasure, man, Big Lil. Sweet, man. All right, we got to, uh, we can squeeze in maybe one more thing here. Squeeze it. Squeeze it in, and I'm going to avoid um, all, all of the dystopia that I'm constantly, do I find it for myself? Do I find it for myself? Um, I think that's about it. All right, we're good. Let's hear it. All right, I'll just throw my own song then, because I go, I, I brought something, but I wasn't gonna play it. Then I'm, I'm gonna play it actually. No, I want to hear it. This is called something I do. I released it earlier this year, and I did a little bit of uh, compression to some of the instrumentation. I wanted mm. to play it again to see how it sounds. So, yeah. uh, this is how it goes. Something I do. Lay it on me. <laughs> Dragon for you. Talking nonstop to buddies and oh, but it does is something you do. Talking nonstop to buddies and oh, but it does is something you do. And when I see you on the street. 
the same as you. songs make me want to skateboard they make me they they, they make me want to skateboard and break a window awesome man i love it I love it's, it. it's just goofy ass uh that's something i do oh. that's something you do something i do goofy yeah. ass shit i like it i like it yeah that oh, big little guys right on uh michael and tony where can people find you you can find me in shibuya and you can also find me on the internet you can find me on uh Instagram at 120360. You spell out the 120, but you type the numbers. Spotify as 120. Spell it out the whole thing. Matt Bigelow, where can people find you? You can find this podcast and myself at the official website, MatthewPMBigelow.com. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your finer podcasting needs. I'm also working on getting on to the new podcast 2.0 index which features guaranteed free speech open air podcasting into the next century I so love look it. for us there uh michael 120 thank you very much for coming on to the podcast again let's do this again man matt bigelow thanks for having me man i enjoyed it all right coming at you from tokyo japan from the asshole of kabuki cho blowing hot air at the end of this bitch it's your host Matt Bigelow. And your co-host, 120. I am the king of the ring. <laughs>